Hello and welcome to the Turn by Turn podcast. This week we're talking with Zero and Frank, the creators of Rising Spire. Rising Spire is a really stylistic RPG that is going to be a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy my conversation with the guys. All right. Hello, everybody. Today we are joined with Frank and Zero to talk about Rising Spire. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice Friday. <laughs> <laughs> The spoilers out of when we recorded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, which Friday is it? We don't know. Yeah. So all of our episodes, uh, we try to make them exist outside of time. So uh, we don't tend to reference anything of of note. So they won't know what Friday wow. we recorded on. <laughs> and the sun may or may not be out right now. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows what the world is like when you're listening to this? Anyway, um, so you guys are the game. The are you guys the two game designers, or do you have other people you work with? Uh, it's just us, us two. Um, we both work on the design of the game. Uh, I work on the programming part of it, and Zero works on the art. So. Okay, very cool. So, are you guys friends, or did you? How did you all end up making a game together? Well, I've said this uh, this story a few times, so I'll let uh, Zero give this one a whack. <laughs> Just throw him in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I mean, we we met a, like quite some time ago. Yeah, we met uh, uh, back in back in Miami, um, and uh, what was it? Maybe like six six years ago, roughly. It was even longer. Even longer than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My memory fails me. Um, but yeah, we've, we've been, we've, we've been together through, through quite a bit of, uh, projects and stuff. And we, you know, we both absolutely love video games and, and, and Frank is really good at making them move. And I've been told that I'm pretty okay at making the things that appear in front of you on the screen. So, um, one glorious day, Frank comes up to me with, Hey, I'm thinking about this project. Uh, and I'm like, I'm listening. And, <laughs> and we just, kind of started hashing out ideas back and forth about what this this could be and yeah we that's that's kind of how we got started on this project um but we've we've been what like game jams together we've we've been into other video game projects together that we started yeah yeah we've and we've also done some like community um building stuff too we did yeah. that for a bit uh where we get like other game devs together and you know bring a bunch of tvs and and consoles and play video games while talking about game development that kind of stuff so it's been about like six years or so of like some, you know, different kind of form of game development or being part of that community uh, together. So at one point I was just like, Hey, I've been programming for, you know, almost 10 years now. Um, I can definitely take this on. been working on a bunch of smaller projects. I want to make an RPG. And by that point, you know, Zero has been doing a bunch of his, uh, you know, apprentices and, and whatnot. And he's like, Hey, I think I can make the game you know, the art for the game. Um, so we just got to that point in our career and in our specializations where it just kind of made sense that, you know, let's box, box out the rest and really close down and work on this project. Okay, cool. So it sounds like you guys have done um, some games together before. So anything like noteworthy that sh people should be looking for? Nothing in particular. A good amount of, you know, things here and there have been like game jam stuff, you know, some projects that weren't completed somewhere, but just kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. got lost somewhere in the internet. Um, but uh, this is going to be our first 
publicly available title um, that's just you know fully finished up in front for everyone. Cool. Uh, one thing that really well, actually, let's hold that thought for now. Uh, what is Rising Spire about? So Rising Spires, uh, it's <laughs> it's about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> The, the the very basics of it is it's a it's a turn-based RPG, you know, turn-based of course, um, where you explore the world of Malice. This is the the world we created, very similar to Earth, right? Um, and uh, the main character is Atlas, who's a Nephilim um, with all these powers and whatnot. And we explore themes of good and evil being not so black and white, and how people have different complex uh, conflicts due to their differences in goals and how far they're willing to go to achieve it. So it's a, it's a lot about the like relationships between people. Um, and I, I think zero, you got something else for that. That was pretty interesting that I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but no, we, we, we pretty much uh, have the, the, the same elevator pitch to some degree or another. I mean, what we're trying to build is 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 a world in which you know the story, the narrative, really is of a, of a young boy trying to find his place in the world, if you will, and how his place fits with other people, right? And how other people also live very rich and fulfilling lives, right? Like uh, you know, we are part of a whole, um, if 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 you will. And the one term that always comes to mind to me is the term sonder, which is basically the realization that other people have you know, very fulfilling lives and just, just cause we're always in our own head, right. Um, that they also have the exact same kind of, uh, uh, narrative going on all the time as well. And that they, they're thinking about very intricate things and complex things as well. Uh, just like we are. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of like him coming to terms with that realization and, and finding his, his place. Um, an interesting thing that, uh, that we kind of try to do over and over again with, while we're building out these stories is, uh, in typical JRPG fashion, you have this grand story that's surrounded by a single person, right? This this main character. And we kind of wanted to get that that idea of like uh, this grand adventure or these really important things and pull it off the main character and put it onto all these other characters. So we're trying to basically put, you know, like completely kill the idea of NPCs being just like another way to carry the main character story. And it's more of the the outside world going inward. So it's a lot about exploring the world through other people. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. Um, so as far as like your, the, the battle, like the UI of it all, um, is it, do you have like typical JRPG where you have your four characters or is it more of like one character at a time, sort of like kind of battle sequences? So that's something we've been kind of, uh, you know, considering here and there on how we should handle it. As of right now, it's just uh, Atlas alone. Um, a little feature that, you know, a little, little teaser in here that hasn't really been announced too much, but it's definitely something that we're going to be putting into the main game um, is this idea that you can switch weapons. So if you're fighting with the spear, for example, um, and you find that the better weapon to use in this fight is going to be your dual blades, you're going to switch to it mid-battle and fight and it's kind of this uh this combat system that has two play styles that you bring into battle um so that was kind of our our idea of bringing variancy into the battle but we've played around with this idea of having more people come into combat through one way or another we're just not sure how we want to do that just yet 
and we want to make sure that it, it it's cohesive with the story. So I was gonna say, yeah, we want to make sure that I mean, whether we have like one character or like thirteen characters in the in the scene, we we don't we think more of like along the lines of like, does this feel natural while you're playing, right? Um, so that's that's kind of like the evolution that that we're going through uh, as a lot of the a lot of the uh, parts of the game get elucidated is like okay so does this feel right right now does that you know does that does it make for a more intriguing story or intriguing uh flow to the game mm-hmm. so you ha- have your playable character and then you sort of experience the world through other characters in the story is that so you sort of almost like different vantage points is that Sound well, any, that, that is interesting. I hadn't actually considered that one. So you know what? I might steal that from you. Um, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, the, the idea is a lot of it is kind of Atlas going into the world alone. Um, so it didn't really make sense to have any traditional party system where you manage other people. Um, we hadn't considered doing this thing where you kind of like snap into uh, another you know player's pers- another character's perspective. I don't know if you've played uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Okay, so in Final Fantasy VIII, they do a similar system where they, they uh, like, your entire party falls asleep and then they wake up as different people and then you kind of continue the story through an alternate, like, timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really interesting. And I'm a big Final Fantasy VIII uh, fan, so I might might take that. Um, <laughs> but as of right now, it's it's just uh, it's just Atlas, and we're considering having other people in different parts of the story join alongside, uh, almost similar to how you have something like in Kingdom Hearts, you visit a world, right, and then you have like the Beast or Aladdin come in for that small segment. Mm-hmm. So that we've explored, but it's all still being fleshed out. Cool. So, um, what sort of in, so the art style is very like unique and like really cool looking. Um, what was sort of like the chief inspiration for the art style? I guess it's my turn to speak. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, for the, we drew inspirations from a lot of different places, to be honest with you. Um, and you know, we, we saw that there, there's a lot of games that we, that we truly honestly loved as, 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 as kids and even now as, as what, what some would argue adults, um, that, <laughs> that, um, that we really, really liked. Um, a lot of it was probably like the early Final Fantasies, uh, you know, from the 16-bit era, 32-bit era. Um, we've also really, we both have a passion for, for, for Chrono Trigger. I really, I, I really like the, the art style of Chrono Trigger, obviously. Um, but when it when it, when it came down to actually making the assets and the sprites and everything, we wanted to, we wanted for it to feel like for you to feel some sort of melancholy with some with some new element, right? Like what is you know what is it when you look at a screenshot? We we wanted to have something that the player could go like, oh, that's that's cool. I like how they mix this and that. Like the the portraits kind of look HD, but like the overworld is not exactly pixelated, but but it is. And what does this have more detail than that? And like, is that important? Maybe I should take a look at it. So we wanted to have those aha moments um, that both harken back, like reminisce to an old era uh, uh, JRPG RPG, but also including new elements, right? Like from what we've learned since those RPGs have been out. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what, what, in, what informed, and obviously it's an evolving process too, right? But that's, that's what informed more or less the, the, the baseline, the foundation of the art style, you know, gone up from there. 
Yeah, I think even just from talking to you guys, the little bit we have, I really get that like lived in world and like kind of weathered citizens look amongst the characters and the sort of the isolation really stands out. So I think you guys really nailed it there. And I think it's funny that we've done probably recorded about 10 of these now and everybody picks a different Final Fantasy as like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey turn base you gotta you gotta yeah. have something for pop fantasy right respect so yeah. we have some people that are a fan of six you guys are talking eight and some of the earlier ones it's funny it's like what which final fantasy will will this interview lead to <laughs> i mean we, we actually pull a lot of things from a, a lot of final fantasies like um because they've, they've just done so much and one thing that 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 they've done is every single iteration, they try to play with their system a little bit and bring something fresh. So kind of looking at what worked, what didn't work and what they were trying to achieve, you know, you can kind of just piece apart and learn a lot. Um, we, we've taken things uh, into consideration that are from, you know, 13 from 10, um, just all over the place. I mean, I'm a big fan of eight, but they have this, uh, this system where you have to draw magic power in order to use it. So you have to pull it from an enemy. And it's just like not a really great system. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. So the Steam adaptation actually has a button in the menu that lets you just max out all of your, your charges. <laughs> just ignore that entirely. So, you know, it's just, it's interesting seeing what things they've tried. They truly did explore the genre fully and, uh, and be weird not to look at them. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. Um, do you guys have like an anti? I know it's not really a fair question, but I ask anyway. I'm interested. Uh, any sort of anticipated release date? Yes. So we have uh, two right now. We're we're currently working on the prelude, which is it serves as the demo of the game. Uh, we're trying to, you know, have as many RPG fans jump on, test it out, tell us what they think, what they like, what they don't like, so we can kind of tweak and improve upon it to make a good main game um we're looking at finishing that prelude uh sometime by the end of the year so before 2022 and at the same time we're also working on the main game and we're looking at any time 2022 it might be q3 it might be q4 uh so we have two release dates um the prelude being the end of this year and the actual main game being sometime the end of uh, next year Okay. Uh, did I notice on the Steam page that there's a demo version that's for Mac? Yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. I'm As whoever listens to the show frequently will know, I, I only have a Mac at the moment. So oh, no. <laughs> a lot of the demos are just PC. Mm. So I, I miss out on a lot of the demos. But when I saw that, I uh, like a single tier, like stream back my <laughs> cheek. I was, yeah. I was ready. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but, no, uh, it's uh, we're we're working on making uh, making it support both, you know, Windows and Mac. Right now, it works on both, uh, but you know, two of us working on it. There's different screen sizes and resolutions and all that kind of stuff. And there's such a small audience for Mac. Uh, we're still building for it and we're still updating for it. Um, but you know, Mac users might find something like you know, a tooltip too large. Or something like that. So we're still working on on fixing it up, but it's definitely 100% playable. So awesome, and it will most definitely be playable by the end of this year <laughs> and fully completed. So. 
Well, you don't know about bugs until people play it 500 different ways and find them. So makes sense. We have some of uh, some of our friends that when they play, they play our internal builds, all they do is they get their character and they just run on the on the edges of the map and just like slide their body against it until they fall through the world. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, look, this exists. I'm like, why did you do that? Thank you. Thank you. That's how you know they're, they're friends worth keeping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're, they're willing to do the mundane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd say they're just eager to break the game, but you know, hey. You need friends that will break the game. You, yeah. like, if not, are they really friends? Like, you really have to ask yourself that question, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we say about people who leave negative reviews on our show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so in the longer term scope of it, um, will you just plan to release on Steam? Or do you have sort of grander dreams of like Switch or whatever PS is out? at the current moment? So as, as of right now, it's just going to be Steam. Um, we're planning on la- launching a kickstart starter sometime like Q1, Q2 of next year. And we'll probably be including in a milestone there, a couple of the consoles, the most important one being Switch, um, then, then PlayStation, then Xbox. Um, but uh, it's kind of dealing with the, the cards we're given. So, but we're definitely interested in, in launching for Switch. Awesome. So uh, I assume the best way for people to support you is uh, wishlisting on Steam? Well, yeah, definitely. Wishlist on Steam is amazing. But right now we're really putting a lot of work into our prelude. Um, and if we have any you know, RPG fans here listening in, um, we'd love them to, to try out our prelude and let us know what they think. Uh, that constructive feedback is really what we need because uh, we're trying to make the best possible game for us. Um, and you know, knowing what people think like, Hey, this is frustrating or I love this, or I wish this was blue. Um, those type of things. <laughs> yeah, it's silly, but it, it really helps. Um, you know, it you'd does. be surprised at how, how impactful some of these, uh, like sets of feedback have been like, they're just, I, I, someone was like, Hey, can you cap the, the frame rate? Because it's way too high. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. I, that completely slipped my mind. Uh, so it's, it's very, very useful. That's the, the biggest way to support us for sure. Um, then obviously, you know, wishlist the game for sure. Um, I don't know if you're going to be including any, any links, uh, but we have a few links here. Yep. We'll include whatever you give us. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cause we also have the, uh, the coming soon Kickstarter page too. So, you know, anyone who's interested in, in that, we'll have early birds, you know? So, mm-hmm. so uh, is the Kickstarter coming out? Well, maybe you don't even have an idea yet, but when would that be coming out? We're looking at some time early Q2 of, of next year, but we're not entirely sure just yet. We want to make sure that the prelude is completely done um, so that people can actually play the game and get a full sense of what the main game is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And then once we're at that point, you know, if the season makes sense for Kickstarter as well, we'll be launching it then. Um, and we, we just want to make sure we do, you know, everything right and have the, uh, the milestones set up so that you know exactly when the main game's launching by the time we launch Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, any final things before we wrap up? 
Um, I mean, that's everything. The, the only other thing would be uh, we have our website, risingspire.com. And uh, on there, there's a, a little link to Discord up at the top. Anyone can just jump in, you know, chat us up, ask us questions, anything at all. Yeah, we absolutely love growing our community, that's for sure. Um, and it's it's Discord has been absolutely great because we're able to, you know, we are, we are able to be on there and, you know, whatever questions come up with from people or if they just want to talk to us or whatever, like we can, we're very, we're very open, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've, we've had a few people come in from, from Steam and they're like, hey, I, you know, I was confused about this or what does this look like or what do you think about that? And uh, it's just such a great way to directly interact with someone. So it's just been really useful. Awesome. So uh, the best way for people to find you is Discord? Or to reach us directly, yeah, it would be Discord, I'd say. Perfect. We'll obviously link that in the episode. And thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for having us, Dan. Thanks for having us, yeah, for sure. <laughs> on this uh, mysterious day that we're not sure where it exists in time and space. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> in the, in the, it, it's very possible that someone is listening to this and they've played your game and they're just like a huge fan and they want to hear more about it. That is true. That's, a, that's an awesome thought. That's right. Tear to my eye kind of thought. It made the heart a little bit. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> There's like, they're like hardcores are like looking for like any bit of content they can find from you guys. And then they found this and they're on board. <laughs> So if you're, if you're a hardcore fan, rock on. <laughs> yes, very much rock on. And thank you. Thank you so yes, much. Absolutely. <laughs> Watch out for Rising Spire too. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Confirmed. All right. Thank you guys so much. And you guys have a good rest of your day. All right. Likewise. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening to our interview. If you like what you're hearing, please go give us a nice five-star rating and a subscription on Apple Podcasts. We want to keep the conversation going, so please reach out to us on Twitter at the Turn by Turn Pod or on Instagram at the Turn by Turn Podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.